Hey everybody. Hi, welcome again to Choices Finding Your Joy. I am here today with Dr. Jacob Lieberman, and he is a pioneer in the fields of light, vision, and consciousness, and the author of numerous books, including Luminous Life, How the Science of Light Unlocks the Art of Living. I love that. I love that. Well, I want to start off with just a big welcome, Doctor. Thank you for joining us. It's terrific to be here, and please just give call me Jacob. Oh, awesome. Thank you, Jacob. I'm so honored to have you with us. This is just going Great. to I'm just really excited to hear some of the, the fascinating points you're going to make. Uh, Tell us, uh, let's begin with, if you'd like to share a little bit about yourself, what prompted you to write this latest book? Sure. Um, I'm professionally trained as an optometrist and a vision scientist. I'm not in practice any longer. I haven't been for years. Most of my work has been teaching uh, all over the world. But I had a series of profound events in my life uh, from the miraculous healing of my eyesight 42 years ago in 1976 to the discovery of the fact that every function of our body is light dependent. And so this book for me is a culmination of my life's work. I, um, my first book, Light Medicine of the Future 26 years ago, introduced the whole science of light and the fact that Everything here on earth and in this universe functions on light. It lives off light, whether you're a plant, animal, or a human being. And so without light, nothing can actually live. And so that book was outlining all the biological effects of light, the impacts of color, and how the science of light was very quickly becoming the medicine of the future which it now has in fact become. Light is being used for everything from treating depressions, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, learning disabilities, cancers, all the way down the line. So my first book had to do with that. And because I'm trained in the vision care field, the second book, Take Off Your Glasses and See, was basically written after I had this miraculous healing of my eyesight so I could share with people other possibilities of vision, preventing vision prob problems, uh, uh, naturally healing eyesight issues and other things like that. And then my third book, Wisdom from an Empty Mind, um, was a book essentially about life and consciousness. Luminous Life, this current book, really incorporates everything I've done over the last 45 years and talks about a very, very profound truth that people don't recognize. And that is that our lives are guided and nourished by the same energetic source that guides and nourishes all plants and all animals and that is light. I'm not talking about a philosophical idea or some spiritual concept. 
even though those things are just fine. I'm speaking about scientific fact. I'm speaking about a foundational reality that nothing can live without light, that every function of the body is light dependent, and that throughout the day and night, every cell of our body is being provided guidance because of the changes of light and darkness in the atmosphere. And that guidance is telling the body what to do, when to do it, to what degree, and so on. As an example, you take it for granted that you wake up in the morning. That's because mm -hmm. the light comes up. Or that you get sleepy at night because the light goes down. Or when you eat, or when we reproduce, or when we go to the restroom. Um, the reason we get jet lagged is because the biological clock of our body is set for where we took off from, not from where we landed. So we get to this new place and our biological clock is two hours, five hours, 10 hours different from the time of mother nature there. It takes time for the body to readjust, but we readjust even though in the process we find ourselves hungry at the wrong time, getting up in the middle of the night, going to sleep in the afternoon. Everybody's aware of that. Few of us realize that most of us are suffering from chronic jet lag, even though we've never got, gone to the airport and taken a trip. Because the way we live life, even though we call it normal, is so unnatural that our clocks are continually given misinformation. To give you an example, you mentioned that your internet was down today and so you were using your cellular phone as a hotspot. Yeah. Well, most people use their cell phones throughout the day and night. In fact, they're addicted to them. So we're looking at them all the time. Now, when you look at it during the day, it's fine. But when you look at it at night, the light coming off the screen has so much blue in the color scheme, which is the prominent portion of the spectrum that the sun puts out during the day. You look at your iPhone at night, and even though it's time to go to sleep, the light entering your eyes from your cell phone tells your brain it's daytime, wake up. Now you have difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep or you wake up groggy, but it impacts much more than that because your entire metabolism is being regulated by the time of day, the time of year, your location on the earth. Anything that you put into your body that gives your body a different signal creates all kinds of confusion and it messes with your hormonal balance it messes with your metabolism it messes with your energy level everything you can imagine it interrupts so this book is sort of a new understanding of life that's not based on a new idea it's based 
on underlying truths about foundational aspects of life. And it delves into the areas of light and the areas of vision because so much of light is ingested through the eyes, the windows of the soul. And it has a lot to do with consciousness. This thing that people speak about much, but very few people actually have any sense of what that really is. And a big aspect of the book is uncovering who we actually are. Let me explain. Most people believe that they are their physical body and this thing they refer to as their mind. This is my mind. These are my beliefs. I can change my mind. I don't mind it. All these different expressions we use. Because we are so identified with the mind, and the mind is continually saying, oh, I want chocolate, I don't want vanilla, I like her, I don't like him. Because the, the mind lives or functions in duality, night and day, right and wrong, most people find that their lives are continually going up and down. Something that we interpret as good happens, life is terrific. Something happens that is not interpreted as so good, I feel awful. We think that fiddling with the mind and changing beliefs and all these different things is what's going to change our life. But from my direct experience, the only thing that brings us to a luminous life, to a life of contentment, is recognizing that we are not this continual change going on in the mind. Now, I discovered that 42 years ago after my profound vision experience because my eyesight improved 300%, but my eyes didn't change at all. Oh, my goodness. Would you say, oh, my God, how does that happen? Well, the only way that could happen is if we don't see with our eyes. So then the question is, what is it that is seeing? So let's take a moment on that because that's really an important piece. Most of the day, we are aware of what's going on in our life. Something is going on externally, we're aware of that. We have pain or sensation in the body, we're aware of that. There's activity going on in the mind, we're aware of that. Who is it that is aware of all that is the question. Because we are always aware when the mind is in distress, when we have anxiety, when we are worrying, which happens so much of the time. The only reason we are aware of the mind worrying is because our true self is observing it. So let's look at that a second. You're sitting wherever you live, and I'm sitting in Hawaii. We're looking at each other through a technology called Zoom. Now, when I look at you sitting on your little couch, I know I'm sitting in my desk chair. I know that I'm here and you're there. And you know that oppositely. You're sitting there and you're watching me here. There's no time in the process where I think that you are me or vice versa. 
now we notice the mind chattering. The only reason we notice it is because we are observing it in the same way as you are observing me. But we don't even notice that we're observing it because we're so consumed by it. But if you just take a moment and our listeners just close their eyes and just notice, and if they notice a thought arising, the only reason they noticed it is because they noticed it. And the they that noticed it is not the thought. It's something observing it. When that revelation hits home, all of a sudden you realize that you're not the physical body and that you're not the contents of the mind. You're a silent observer. Now, Ralph Waldo Emerson spoke about this in a very beautiful way. He said, there's a principle that underlies everything. He said, it's a simple, undescribed, undescribable presence residing silently within us. He just described what I was speaking about. A presence that is very simple, it's nothing complicated about it, that silently notices. It does not speak, it doesn't say I want chocolate instead of vanilla, it just notices it. And then he goes on to say, we are not here to do, but to let do. Not to work, but to be worked upon. What he's saying is, everything we think we have to do actually occurs by itself. This is why we're called human beings rather than human doings. And yet we spend our whole life worrying, trying to make things happen, thinking ahead, working harder, and the only thing that happens is we get stressed. So this book is sharing things that are just common sense and then provides ways for the reader to experiment in the comforts of their own home with very, very simple little exercises, but you just do them for a minute. Mm -hmm. And you do them for a minute because one, I don't want to add something that's going to interfere with your already busy life. Two, I want to establish the foundation that real change doesn't happen because we do something over and over again. That just makes us tired. Real change happens because we see something in a way we've never seen it before. You can call it a revelation or an epiphany or an aha moment. When that happens, our brain instantaneously begins to rewire itself. And that neuroplasticity, as it is referred by neuroscientists, is what keeps us continually evolving.
So evolution or transformation is a function of these epiphanies, these wake-up calls that we have. So the entire book is a series of wake-up calls that don't say anything is bad. They just speak about things in a new way. It doesn't say do my, do my thing, but don't do theirs. It looks at everything as having benefit and just about how we see things going on. For instance, most of us believe that we're making choices all day long. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, that isn't true at all. In actuality, seven to 10 seconds before any of us are aware that we've made a choice, the brain has already chosen and is already moving in that direction. We're not the choosers. We merely become aware of the choice after it's already been made. And now we're talking about hard science, not some interesting ideas. So all of a sudden, you know, we have to really look at, well, if something is already responding to very, very subtle information and is taking us there automatically, what is there for us to do? Yes. And so you're saying, let's say I make a, a choice on a situation, how I'm going to handle that. Right. And so really that choice was made in my brain before I made that choice? Yes, yes. Your brain, if, if we take the most sophisticated MRIs in the world and we put you in an MRI and you're looking at a screen where you have to make a decision about something and the moment you make the decision, you press a button, well, you press a button and you're absolutely sure you made the decision. Except seven to 10 seconds before that, which is an enormous an enormous span of time in brain time, your brain is already moving in that direction. You've just found out about it after the fact. And what's really profound is there's so much confusion about that. And people spend their whole life, oh, I have to make the right choices. Mm -hmm. In actuality, whenever we go into the mind, to choose the fact that we're in the mind is we're already off track. The, that, that choice, that intuition, that knowing already comes to you. Now, I don't know if you're a parent, but if you're a parent, you know, at certain times of your life, you'll all of a sudden your daughter or your son seems to pop into your head for some reason. And without a thought, you pick up the phone and uh, as soon as they hear their voice, they say, oh, mommy, I was just thinking about you. That's now, there's a gazillion different ways that that happens. What is it that's happened? Is that you sensed something that could be thousands of miles away. What did you sense? You sensed the signals of energy that are literally guiding our entire life. 
So you say, gee, that sounds strange. What do you mean guiding our life? Well, I live in Maui, Hawaii, and every year at the wintertime, thousands and thousands of whales make a journey, a 10,000-mile journey from Alaska. They come to Maui to give birth, and then they go back. From year to year, regardless of weather conditions, currents, climate, anything like that, the whales travel in straight lines, and their journey never varies by more than one degree. How's that happening? How do birds that make thousands of miles of migratory journeys, how do they know where they're going? They don't have any maps from AAA or a GPS system. How do they know? How did the animals in Southeast Asia no, three days before the tsunami hit in 2004 to run to the top of the tallest hill so that they would save their life. How did they know that? Yes. So what I'm sharing is the same navigational system that resides within all living things, plant and animal alive, resides in high concentration within human beings. We've just... You know, what you don't use, you lose. Well, we don't use these things because we've been led to believe that we're supposed to think about life. And of course, when you're thinking about, when you say, oh, I think it's going to rain, doesn't mean it's going to rain. It means you don't know if it's going to rain. That's different than knowing. When you get that hit about calling your daughter or your son, that isn't a thought. That's an absolute fact. Something moves you there. You know, think about the times that you've been in a relationship or a marriage and all of a sudden, I love you comes out of your mouth. Didn't think about it. You couldn't control it one way or the other. So what I'm sharing is that we're not living life. Life is living us. And life is guiding us because the same animating force that guides the planets around the sun, that guides the changes in the seasons, the changes in the tides, the beating of your heart, the breathing of our lungs, that same animating force is guiding our entire life, whether it's the life of an apple tree so that it can bring apples into existence or the life of Jacob Lieberman so I can bring a book or some valuable wisdom to people, or your life so you can help me bring out something that might be valuable to humanity. Yes. We each have a job. We each have a purpose. And there's something guiding us to fulfill that purpose, to fulfill what we know by heart. And that is essentially what the journey of our life is about. Jacob, this is so fascinating. Oh my gosh, I love this. Can you share with everyone where they can get a copy of your books or how to reach you? Yeah, um, they can pick up a copy of the book from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and pro or probably their favorite bookstore. If they go to my website, jacoblieberman.org, O-R-G, and Lieberman is L-I-B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N. 
if they go to the website, all my books are there. We don't sell books, but if they click on the book, it'll take them to Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And at the website, they can learn about all the different things that I have been speaking about for many years uh, and share. This is not a marketing website. We're not there to sell you on things. It's just my way of planting seeds of goodness. Oh, I, this is so exciting. With, with just a couple minutes left in the show, what last words do you want to share with us, Jacob? More light and more love. Get outside in the sun every day. Start out with a minute. If you can, wear something where large portions of the body take in the light. Every day, increase that little outdoor meditation by one minute without sunglasses, without sunscreen. Do it maybe up to 20 minutes a day. Your body will thank you for it totally, totally immensely. And um, there are ways of working with color that help to, to desensitize us from emotional triggers that create stress in, in life. Uh, we create a little kit that um, shares with people things that I've discovered about that, how to use color at home. And it's a very, just an affordable little kit that people can use at home. And if people are interested in that, that's called the SRS3. But other than that, just have fun, help each other, and say I love you as often as it comes into your awareness. Oh, oh, Jacob. Thank you so much. This has just been so fascinating. I'm so excited to learn more. Thank I, you. We have to do another show down the road because you have so much to share. Just email us and we'll be happy to do it. And to you and your wonderful listeners today, I hope everyone has a grateful day. Thank you so much. Love, hugs, and blessings. Love, hugs, and blessings, everyone. And a big thank you to the show sponsor, onpointneuro.com. I'm just so grateful to everyone. See you next week. Bye. Have a great day. Bye, Jacob. Bye. Take care. Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neurotraining offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com.